What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, and it's time for After Hour Tea. Welcome back, everybody, to After Hour Tea. So um, this week, I'm actually going to start off with... Sorry, caught my foot on something over here. Um, (laughs) I'm actually going to start off today with Beverly Hills. Um, So... Real quick before we dive into the articles that I have for this week, I did see that um, Amelia, um, Lisa Rinna's daughter, Amelia Gray Hamlin, um, if you didn't already know, she's actually dating Scott Disick now, um, former longtime boyfriend of Kourtney Kardashian and father of her kids. Um, <laughs> so um, basically, there's no tea here, but... Um, uh, I saw an Instagram post where she was calling Scott her dream man. So, yeah. Um, there's that. But anyways, <laughs> I don't know about this relationship, guys. We'll see how long it lasts, to be honest. Anyways, um, I have a recent feud that erupted over Twitter. It wasn't really a feud. It was just kind of inherent shade. Um, so former... Beverly Hills friend of Housewives, Eden Sassoon, if you remember her, she was actually from season um, seven. Yeah, season seven, she appeared as a friend. Um, she and Dorit actually joined the show the same season. So I'm she's, if you haven't guessed already, because I just said it, um, she threw some shade over at Dorit. So um, she and Dorit joined the show during the same season. Um, although Dorit has obviously been a full-time cast member ever since she joined the series. Um, and Eden joined as a friend of. So, um, recently, um, Eden took to social media, um, and called out Dorit and, um, for allegedly changing her appearance, (laughs) which I don't know if it's allegedly, because I think we all kind of know that she changed her appearance. So, um, Eden basically shared multiple photos of Dorit on Twitter on Sunday, um, saying, and this was the caption of the tweet, she said, why? Um, A beautiful woman with some fame and money turns herself into a completely different character. No. (laughs) So there's like a picture of Dorit that's like from years ago. And then it's the the picture of her new intro look for Beverly Hills. Um, And she continued to share more side-by-side photos of her former castmate, (laughs) um, tweeting that, no to all women, don't overdo it. True True beauty is within. Um, and then, um, fans of Beverly Hills also, of course, they slammed Eden for dissing Dorit's appearance, um, and she seemingly clapped back at her haters, um, with a meme, a picture of her on, um, Beverly Hills and said, who the fuck are you again? Um, yeah, I mean, so Dorit clarified some questions about her look, um, in January via an Instagram story, Q and a, whatever. And she said that the only plastic surgery that she's had is her boobs. Um, and she said, it drives me crazy when people say I've had plastic surgery on my face. I've done filler and Botox and I work with masterful makeup artists who can transform your face. If I ever decide to do plastic surgery, I promise I will happily share it. Um, and she did, she did note during, um, the season nine reunion in July, 2019, that it was comical to hear people accuse her of having a facelift and a bunch of surgeries. I I understand that she looks a little different, but I, to be honest, I don't think that she drastically looks that different. I, I actually think she looks phenomenal, um, flawless. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't see anything wrong with her look. Obviously, we know that she's done Botox and filler on her face. We know that. But um, she's a beautiful, beautiful girl. I don't, I don't think... 
Um, I mean, she, she, yeah, I mean, she hasn't had her nose done or anything, despite what everybody says. Her lips obviously have filler in them, and she definitely has Botox on her face to get rid of wrinkles. But she does have really, really good makeup artists, um, makeup and hair, actually. So if you follow her on Instagram, you can kind of see sometimes she tags her makeup and hair crew. You can go on and look at their stuff. They do great work. I mean, that's all I can say. Other than that, I mean, I think it's just haters out there. But um, yeah, Eden's just another one of those haters. Well, moving on from that, um, there wasn't obviously much going on with Beverly Hills just because they're still um, in that awkward production phase of wrapping filming and we're still waiting for our trailer, which we probably won't get anytime soon. Um, So Andy Cohen has said via Twitter. Um, However, I do have an article that I found by People um, that Paris and Nikki Hilton um, basically revealed how they found out that their mom, Kathy Hilton, um, joined the cast of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, so on Paris's newly launched podcast, I guess it's called This Is Paris, um, Paris and Nikki opened up about learning that their mom had signed on to Bravo, um, saying that they didn't find out until Kathy was already filming. So the quote says, first of all, my mom was so shady about the whole thing. Pretty much every year this rumor surfaces, Kathy Hilton is joining the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And we're like, no, she's not. This year was no different. Um, so the rumors began to increase. Um, and, um, Nikki had confronted her mom, uh, directly about the casting speculation and Kathy denied the story saying, I asked her, mom, are you going to be on the show? She's like, no. Um, and adding that it wasn't until later that her mom confessed that she'd been asked to join the cast. She goes, well, they've asked me and I'm thinking about it, but I'm probably not going to do it. Cut to Paris. And I, um, in Soho walking down the street and our friend FaceTimes us being like, I see your mom is on the real housewives. People magazine just confirmed it. So the sisters said that they didn't speak to their mom for a few days before finally confronting her. Uh, Their quote saying, I'm not knocking the show. I love the show. I am a huge fan. But if someone were to ask me, do you want your mother on it? I would say no. Um, Nikki revealed that despite her aunt, Kyle, appearing as a main cast member on Beverly Hills since 2010, their mother had never seen the show before signing on, um, which is, I think is valid. I mean, she wasn't really on it before, so she had like a few guest appearances, but she was never on, on the show. Um, Nikki went on to say, she doesn't know what she's getting into. Um, Baron told me that they were filming a few weeks from the house. Um, and he could hear the shouting from his bedroom. (laughs) Um, so the sisters believe that the pandemic is the reason why their mother decided to join, uh, Beverly Hills. They said, my mom lied to us, pretended she wasn't doing it, wouldn't admit it. There's no way she would do this if there was not a pandemic happening and she wasn't so bored at home for the last year. There's no way she would have said yes. They've asked her every year. Um, she's bored and she looks better than ever. And I feel like, and I feel like she's like, why not? I I never really understood why she didn't before, because if you think about it, Kim and Kyle, they, they were on the show together for a while and, you know. Uh, Kim obviously left, but um, I, I've always been interested in Kathy. I've always wanted to know um, more about her and just her relationship with her sisters. So I personally think it's a great way for her to dive in. And she's not even really, you know, she's diving into the show, but she's not filming individually. So I, in my head, I don't really see it as that big of a deal. Um, she's not a full-time housewife. So if she was a full-time housewife, maybe it'd be a different conversation. But I guess we're going to have to wait and see um, and judge judge her on the, you know, upcoming season. So that's pretty much it for Beverly Hills. So I'm actually going to move on over to 
Um, New York. I know I haven't talked about New York in a while, but I actually have a few articles that I thought were worth mentioning with you guys. Um, So yeah, let's dive right in. Um, So I have an article with page six that um, reported that Luann had a sober coach to help her stay sober while filming the new season of New York. Um, So the publication claims that in recent months, she's made enormous progress in her battle with alcohol and was completely committed to maintaining her sobriety. Um, so the sources are saying that Luann worked closely with the coach, especially during the cast trips. Um, however, due to the lockdown, obviously her struggle became more difficult as the many activities were limited during filming. Um, and uh, yeah, the outlet claims that more scenes than usual took place in a bar, restaurant, apartment, or other settings where the drinking is just normal. Um, the insider said, and this is a quote, most people in her situation would avoid bars and that kind of thing, but she didn't have that option. It really made her nervous. And then the Unsetter also revealed that Luann has remained sober even after filming Wrapped earlier this month. Um, and they said, we're really proud of her. She has a lot of support and works really hard. Um, so I guess in July of 2020, Luann opened up about her decision to not drink again during the pandemic. And she said, I'm so glad during... Sorry. I'm so glad during quarantine to not have to deal with drinking Um, I feel like if I was drinking during quarantine, I'd be drinking a lot. Um, And Luann explained that wasn't always easy to stay away from alcohol while filming the current season of New York. She said, you know, it's just, I wouldn't say pressure. You just feel like you're kind of not included. You kind of feel like um, you're out of the group somehow. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to drink. Um, And then she noted that when, when she was drinking and working on the series, she focused on being diligent about it and careful and noted that she's responsible with her consumption. Um, She also said, I made that decision, and you know, so did Leah. Um, And sometimes we handle it better than others to say, um, we still have a while to go. And she added, have you ever seen me sloppy drunk besides falling into a bush? Which was a lot, which was funny, right? We've all been there. I was was a happy drunk. Um, I mean, I think that's great that she has a sober coach. Here's the thing, I've said this time and time again on this podcast, I never truly thought that Luann had a drinking problem or or she was an alcoholic. And in her situation um, where she was arrested, in my opinion, it was wrong place, wrong time. I don't think that she was, you know, I, I just don't see her as like, you know, that suffering alcoholic. I mean, she's worked really hard um, in her life and I think she's had some definite struggles that she masks really, really well. Um and yeah, I mean, she's right. When have we ever really seen her sloppy drunk? We saw her sloppy drunk with the arrest video, obviously, because she was getting a DUI. But then we did see her sloppy drunk that one time on vacation and um, where she fell in the bush. And that was hit. And that was really funny. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm happy for Luann. I hope that she's doing okay. And I can't wait to see her journey on the newest season. So moving on from that, I have a virtual interview that Dorinda did with Us Weekly, um, which is kind of nice. I mean, it's kind of weird that she's still doing press, but, um, you know, people are definitely still interested in her. I think it was kind of a weird decision for her to exit the show just because I feel like she really is a backbone on New York, um, or she was. So anyways, um, she shared an update on her current friendships with former Real Housewives of New York City cast members, um, as well as current, obviously. Um, she's, you know, obviously no longer a part of the series, but she revealed that she still keeps in touch with some of her former co-stars and, um, she just reflected on her friendships while breaking down her past, um, Instagram posts. 
and she began by looking back on a cute photo that she took with current cast member Leah when the two recently met up for lunch. And she said, this is a quote from her, "Um, I try to be very respectful when the girls are filming because, you know, it's very hard when you're in that world. It's like going off and doing your thing and you always know you're going to see them again. Um, I'll touch base with Luann and touch base with Sonia, but at the end of the day, you don't want to be intrusive to the process. I know myself when you're in it, it's sometimes hard to jump, but... Leah called the other day and said, I'm going to be on the Upper East Side, which uh, would love to meet. What, would you love to meet for lunch? And I said, yeah, I'd love to. And we met. We went to one of my favorite places. Um, Dorinda then went on to praise her, um, her friend, uh, Bethany Frankel, who's a former cast member who whom I love. <laughs> uh, while looking back on a photo of the two out in the city together, she said, I love Bethany. Bethany is a powerhouse. Um, she's an endless learning curve, that girl. And you could just listen to her forever. She's a unique character, strong. What a businesswoman. I admire her. Uh, She continued by saying, You kind of have to peel an onion to become close to someone. It's a process, and we've gone through the process. We just really liked each other. I really admire her. We're very dear friends. We're very close. I love Bethany. She is a character. I love a good character. A badass, that girl. Um, Dorinda also added that she and um, Bethany could talk about dirty laundry for hours. Um, So, yeah, um... I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I just saw that and I thought it would be kind of something fun to share. So I don't know. (laughs) I have nothing really else to say about it just because you guys know how I feel about Dorinda. I love her. So, um, obviously wish her the best. So I'm not really sure if this is considered an article per se. Um, but I do have an official cast for you guys for New York, if you didn't already know. So obviously Luann, Ramona, Sonia, Leah, um, as well as Ebony, who is new to the show, are all full-time housewives. Let me count that right. Ramona, Luann, Sonia, Leah, Ebony. Yeah, those are, it's five full-time housewives. And then Bershawn Shaw is actually confirmed by Bravo as an official friend for the series. So, um, yeah. So that's your casting update for you guys, um, if you didn't already know. (laughs) Yeah. All right, well, that is all I have for New York. Um, Moving on to Potomac, I have just a few things here. Um, I have an interview that Giselle did with Pop Culture, um, where she was asked if she was surprised by Monique's departure. And here's what she had to say. Um, I didn't know... um, Sorry, I didn't know one way or the other. Um, People have asked me so many times, like, do you want her to come back? Um, What is, what is, you know all those things about whether or not she's going to return. And I'm like, I have no say over that. I have no say who's on the show, but the fact that she's not is, I think, a breath of fresh air. I think we all just need to move forward and move on and move past what happened in season five. Season five was a mess. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I do... I understand the departure. I've talked about this with you guys. I understand the departure on her part, but... Um, I, I never really understood where her and Giselle, like, had that disconnect. I thought that they were on a good track. I know, obviously, Giselle kind of was just easier for her to point the finger at Monique because of the whole feud with Monique and Candace. So, I guess it's just easy for Giselle to say that. But, you know, I think it's kind of stupid that now, after all this, she's saying, I think we need to move on. When, in reality, she was just holding a grudge the whole season over Monique. So, it's kind of hypocritical on her part, but that's just me. Um, no tea, no shade, but Ashley Darby did welcome her second son with, uh, her husband, Michael Darby, just a couple days ago. Um, I think it was actually yesterday, maybe, 
the day before. I don't remember. It was a couple days ago. So that's the tea for that. <laughs> also, no tea, no shade, but I have a casting update for you guys for Potomac. Um, so according to a new report, um, it's by the Jasmine brand. I don't know if it's a credible source. Um, and then also um, RJ Allen from the Black Socialites also confirmed this news via Instagram. So um, a new housewife joining Potomac, um, and her name is Mia Thornton. Um, you can follow her on Instagram now if you'd like. Um, she is set to be um, added as either a full-time cast member or a friend of the series following Monique's departure. Um, I think the Jasmine brand... I think this is a quote from them. Yeah, they said Potomac needs to fill Monique's role on the show. Before Monique quit, production was anticipating following the aftermath of Monique and Candace. Will they reconcile? Will the cast remain divided? Now that she's gone, they'll need to explore new people. Um, that's what the source said. So um, so who is Mia Thornton? Everybody's going to be asking me this. So um, according to her Instagram post, Mia Thornton is the owner-CEO of A Million London, uh, Giselle Executive Management, Franchise Owner, Regional Developer, and Senior Marketing Director of The Joint Chiropractic. That's actually really cool. Um, I, I Yeah, we have a few joints over here in um, San Jose, so that's kind of cool. Um, she is a graduate of Southeastern Institute, where she received her certification in neuromuscular therapy. Um, and after her graduation, Mia launched her career in Charlotte, North Carolina, where she became a clinic director that eventually led to a five-year partnership with a prominent Fortune 500 company and ownership of Massage Envy Spas. Wow. Soon afterward, uh, the expanded success success of the company allowed her to develop the joint chiropractic doctor offices in North Carolina, Virginia, D.C., Maryland, and New York. <laughs> wow, that's a mouthful. Um, yeah, just going on to say that she's uh, philanthropic, has a passion for philanthropy, um, and she also is developing a cosmetic line that was geared, or she has developed a cosmetic line that was geared to formulate a clean paraben and cruelty-free, um, line that would encourage women to look and feel better inside and out. Sounds like a cool girl. I mean, I hope she's a straight shooter. That's all we can ask for, for a, a brand new housewife. Um, I'm sure she's going to fit in good with the group. I wonder who she's going to be introduced with, but, um, yeah, it'd be cool to see her on the show. Um... I guess I don't really know anything about her, so I guess I will update you guys once I know more information, but um, yay, a new cast member. <laughs> All right, so I'm moving on from Potomac, and I'm going to finish off today with, you guessed it, Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, I have been wanting to bring up a lot of these articles that I've been finding and interviews that I've watched, um, so let's dive right in. I have a interview that Jackie did, or I'm sorry, it's an appearance um, on... Um, an episode of Reality Life with Kate Casey, and it was a podcast, apparently. Um, so Jackie uh, was saying that her excitement over last week's episode of New Jersey turned to devastation when she watched footage of her husband's birthday party and saw that Teresa uh, spreading a rumor that he was cheating on her. Um, I mean, obviously that was going to get brought up. So she said, um, I was giddy that night, which makes it even worse because I feel like she made a total ass of me. Um... And she said, I was prancing around in that pink dress. Um, he never lets me throw birthday parties. And this was the first time in a really long time. And it was the first time that I was really seeing the girls. I was so happy and in a good mood. And we were celebrating after a really dark year. I was in a really good mood. When I found out the next day, I was for so many reasons devastated. But I just felt like I had been made a total ass of as well. Um, she also said, the irony is Evan goes to such a small gym around the corner from our house 
It's like the last place that he could conceal any bad behaviors. Watching it back, I was just revolted. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a... F- I, okay, I said this in my New Jersey reaction. If you haven't listened to it, you need to go listen to it. But I do think it was terrible, terrible of Teresa to bring that up at the party. I do. I really do. And it's not like she just told one person. She told, you know, all the cast members, plus a few extra people. So, yes, it was inappropriate. I'm, I'm with Jackie on that. I agree it was inappropriate. Um, so recently, Jackie revealed that she and her husband watched the New Jersey premiere episode together. And she said, well, it ended up being fine. I had a lot of guilty feelings because Evan's not a cast member on this show, so for his reputation to be at the center of the drama was very unfair to him. Uh, I feel like I'm on the show, it should be about me. If it was about me, I could have handled it on my own, but it was about him. I felt like he had to be okay with everything for me to be okay with everything. It's not my place to be okay with it on his behalf. Yeah, that's true. Um, Jackie also... Okay, but I just have to take a step back here. I know that she's on the show... But the husbands are very much involved in the show, too. I mean, we can't just pretend that the husbands are not cast members on the show at this point, because at this point, they are. I mean, let's just be real. Um, So Jackie also added that her biggest worry uh, while watching the episode with Evan was the way the footage would be edited. Um, She said, my main concern was that he was represented fairly and that there wasn't even a question about whether he cheated on me. Um, That was never a question for us. The only reason I was upset was because of her trying to spread a rumor, not because I ever questioned my husband. Um, She also told the interviewer that she always believed her issues with Teresa would remain at a petty level and would never involve their families or get so out of control. Um, She said, There wasn't a problem in my marriage. It comes down to Teresa having a problem with me. I think that's where it all stems from. It's unfortunate that she didn't understand my analogy. Clearly, I'm not trying to say anything about anyone's children, but just the fact that there was such an explosive response to an analogy that used your child's name, do you understand now how I feel? Um, yeah, she continued by saying, um, the scene at Margaret's house was a really difficult day for me that whole week before that. I think it was three or four days before that was really, really difficult. I never thought something like that would happen to my family on such a public forum. And I was embarrassed. I was sad. I felt so bad for Evan. Like I had dragged him into all this. There was a lot of guilt, a lot of weight on my shoulders. Um, that encounter that particular day was so heavy. The only thing I can say about it is that I am really, really proud of the way I handled it. Across the board, I think husbands and children should be off limits. But once it, once I went there, um, I'm proud of the way that Evan and I handled everything together. I'm proud of us. I'm just surprised that she's proud of that analogy because I, I, I mean, call it what you want, guys, but that was a shitty fucking analogy. I mean, it really was. At no no angle did that work in her favor i don't think it worked in her favor at all so um and i said this in my new jersey reaction and i'm gonna keep saying it because i want y'all to know that what Teresa did was not okay but what jackie did was not okay either and um i and i don't think one weighs out the two wrongs don't make a right so I, i don't think this i don't think one weighs out the other i think they're both in the wrong and i think at this point they both need to just move on Um, And that's what I hope we get to see this season. Um, But I guess we'll have to wait and see. All right, so I'm going to appeal to all the um, Team Jackie fans out there right now. Um, So Gia, I have her addressing the comments that she made um, during last week's episode of New Jersey um, after her mom told her about the explosive sit-down with Jackie. Um, So on that last week's episode, Teresa spoke to Gia over the phone. And after Teresa told her the drug analogy Jackie made about Gia... um, Gia advised her that, you know, she should apologize. 
Um, so if you remember, she said, um, you're upset because she said something about me. She's upset because you said something about her marriage. And not for nothing, if you went about it in a shitty way that upset her, then you should apologize because I'm sure you weren't happy when cheating rumors were going on about you and dad. Um, if you're upset, if you upset her, say sorry. So I agree with Gia there. Um, so Teresa acknowledged how mature her daughter is. She didn't take her advice, you know, clearly. Uh, but after the episode aired, Gia addressed the conversation she had with her mother about Jackie on Twitter. Um, she said, I don't want to say every, but most of the housewives have gotten the rift of cheating or being cheated on. Just saying, not saying it's right or acceptable, acceptable but this is what you sign up for. Um, she also said, what I said to my mom on the show last night still stands. Her feelings were hurt. Um, Oh, her feelings were hurt. Most of the housewives know the feeling, so an apology should be given. I'm just making it aware you sign up for the show for things to come out and drama to be started between the women. Um, I mean, I want to know your guys' thoughts, so text me and, and let me know, you know, your thoughts on this. But I just have to say, I mean, Gia obviously said it perfectly. Um, you know, appealing to both sides. Definitely, I think that, you know, like I just said in my previous segment, I do think that Teresa, you know, did owe her a genuine apology. Um, however, I, I do think Jackie owes her a genuine apology as well. So, um, but I do want to say, um, just regarding, you know, what Gia said, it's it's bound to come out. You can't sit here and say, you know, like Jackie was saying, I signed up for the show, he didn't. You know, it's, if you guys are married, if you guys, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, to me, if they're married, they count as one person. So if her husband doesn't want her to be on the show because of this reason, then she shouldn't be on the show because you're filming your family. So it's not just like you're, it's, I mean, yes, you're a full-time housewife, but you know, it's a reality show. It's not like they're excluded from the show. So at the same time, I don't think that that's a valid excuse, but hey, that's just my opinion. Well, moving on from that, I have an appearance that Dolores did um, on the Everything Iconic podcast with Danny Pellegrino, which you guys have heard me talk about on here. Um, and she opened up about her fallout with former New Jersey member um, Dina Manzo. So in the recent interview, um, Dolores recalls when she was approached to join the series um, during the first season as one of the original cast members, but she eventually turned down the offer. Um, she said, I was an original cast member and it wasn't the right time for me, and I decided not to do it, and Danielle took my place is what Dolores said. I actually think that she would have been a great original member. Despite what some people may think, I think she's a great addition to New Jersey. Um, I, yeah, I just think she is. But um, anyways, um, Dolores then shared an update on her relationships with the Manzo-Larita family. She said, I speak to Caroline and Jacqueline and um, and Ashley, Jacqueline's daughter, and the Manzo kids, Albie, Chris, and Lauren. Um then Danny Pellegrino asked the mother of two <laughs> about the possible idea of Dina returning to the series. And she said, well, Dina lives in California now, so I don't think Dina. And then uh, when the podcast host suggested that Dina could pop in, um, Dolores said, no, it's boring. And <laughs> Danny asked, um, are you guys not good anymore? And Dolores said, not really. She's not my cup of tea, you know? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> um she said, no, we don't know, but would love to hear. Um, so she continued by saying, some people like to move on from another life and leave what's behind them for a reason, I guess. Whatever that reason is, maybe they link, you know, or maybe they think you know too much about them, or maybe they're not who they say they are, whatever the case is. That's really interesting. Um, yeah, I was kind of shocked when I when I first read this, but um, 
So you're probably wondering you're probably wondering what the context of this is. So back in 2018, Dina revealed that the reason why she is no longer friends with Dolores, um, she said, this is a quote from her, Dolores and I were super close. Like season one, she was actually one of the original cast members that was supposed to come on as my best friend because we were best friends. Um, she said, I'm going to be super honest because I really don't care. Nobody likes me there in New Jersey anyways. We were on vacation once with our kids that my ex was flipping the bill for. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, Dolores was on the phone with someone who didn't really care for my ex-husband, and she didn't know that I could hear the conversation, like the cell phone was loud. He was trashing Tommy and his brother, and she was like, yeah, yeah, they ain't no good. And here I'm hearing the whole thing. It turned me off so much. I'm like, fine, if you're not going to defend them, just say I gotta go, hang up, or whatever. Um, Dina also added, saying that her following that incident, she decided to take a step back from her friendship with Dolores. Um, and this is what she said. That's what made me take a step back from our relationship. But I didn't say anything because I was like, no, I know. Let me just downgrade the friendship. I'm not going to hate her. Um, then after that, something happened and she started hanging out with more with Jacqueline. Uh, she wanted to be back on the show. And then all of a sudden, she just didn't talk to me anymore. You know what's funny is I actually kind of agree. I mean, I don't I don't really like have a side to pick with either Team Dina or Team Dolores. But I personally don't think Dina is really that interesting. I know she was an original member, but um, and then she kind of came back for one season. I just don't think that she's willing to, you know, open up enough to be on a reality show. I just think she's a very closed off person. And I think she was kind of using the show originally f with the intent of like personal gain, like with her business and her nonprofit organization stuff, which is fine, I guess. But I just think that that's not really what the show is about. The show is kind of about you know, being true and honest with your friends. So, um, I mean, this, this, you know, feud between Dolores and Dina would have been a great thing to dissect on the show, but I don't, I don't, I don't think Dina is like strong enough for the, you know, New Jersey. I just don't. Um, well, moving on from that, I have an interview that Jennifer did, um, with people's TV reality check, um, claiming that she warned Teresa not to bring up the alleged cheating rumor about Jackie's husband, Evan. Um, so Jennifer said that while she was already told about the rumors of Evan's alleged infidelity by Teresa, she had no idea that the rumor was being spread throughout the party. Um, she said, I was not even aware that she was telling everybody. Um, she had told me that she heard about this a year ago from somebody. She was telling me like, oh, you know, somebody told me that Evan's whatever she told me. And honestly, I said, who told you? And she said, uh, and she didn't give any names or she didn't remember the name. I forget which one it was. She didn't remember who it was, and I was almost like, well, if you don't have any proof, I don't know if it's wise that you bring it up. Um, and um, she also said, as you can see in the first episode, Teresa does say this rumor to a lot of the other girls, but she never told it to me at the party. Um, I didn't find out until after the fact that everybody had heard this, and I didn't even find out the way that she did it until after the fact. Um, well, I think that's fairly interesting. Honestly, if I were to go back and pay attention, I don't... I don't really remember who she was talking to. I remember that she was talking to a bunch of the people at the party, but I, yeah, I couldn't remember if she had told Jennifer or not. Obviously not, because that's what Jennifer's telling me. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing with the proof thing. Um, I guess she shouldn't have brought it up because of... Yeah, I mean, guys, it's, it's bad from any angle, right? It's one of those things where even if you do have proof, do you bring it up on camera? Yes or no? I mean, if you're Teresa, then yes. But yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's my opinion on that. <laughs> so moving on from that, um, recently when Melissa was on Watch What Happens Live, she did respond to former cast member Kathy Wakili's son um, 
making a shady diss against her and Joe. Um, and <laughs> so um, Andy was asked, Andy asked Melissa to share her thoughts after Joseph is his name, referred to her and her husband, Joe Gorga, as <laughs> farm animals. Um, so if you recall, or if you don't, if you didn't know about this, Kathy's 24-year-old son um, took to page six's Instagram to diss Melissa and Joe when a user asked why the couple didn't attend um, Victoria's wedding. And she said, LM, he said, LMAO, we cut those farm animals out of our life years ago, and that's why they weren't in attendance. Um, her son is 24 now, just so you know. That's crazy to me. Um, so anyways, Melissa responded by saying, on Watch What Happens Live, look, I know they were a little sour about not being on the show any longer, and it's unfortunate, to be honest. I wish them all the well. I love the Wakili children. Um, <laughs> despite the diss, um, Melissa noted that she is so happy for Kathy's daughter, Victoria, despite not getting an invite to the wedding, adding that she looked like a beautiful bride. Um, and uh, Melissa also added that um, Kathy's son's comments were very shocking because she has always had a great relationship with them. And she added that she believes Joseph may have actually meant to make the farm annals comment about Teresa and her ex-husband. Um yeah, I mean, that's a little odd for them to make that kind of comment. Um, I, I don't, I mean, they're all family, so I don't really know what the big, I mean, eh, every family's got drama, right? I, but <laughs> I don't know. I miss Kathy. I loved her on the show. I think she was great. All right, so I'm going to finish off today with a lengthy, um, with lengthy articles and responses that I have um, where Melissa, Jennifer, and Margaret share their thoughts on Jackie bringing up Gia into the heated fight that Teresa and her had um, on the season premiere. So obviously you remember how it happened and you know my opinion already. So I'm just going to list out everybody's reactions. I'll talk about it briefly and then we'll be done. <laughs> I'm just popping this out right here. So um, anyways, sorry. Okay. I was just looking for it. So here's Jennifer's response. This was with Us Weekly. She said, um, Sorry. First of all, she didn't even say, like, how would you feel if I had said this about Gia? It wasn't even articulated in that way. It was a statement. And even though I know what her intention was, saying that about someone's child and is an innocent child that really has nothing to do with this, number one. And number two, let's not forget that Jackie came for Teresa's husband on more than one occasion. So you can go, you can go for her husband, but she can't come for yours. She's come for Teresa on more than one occasion. Uh, Jennifer is referring to Jackie's past comments about Teresa's now ex-husband Joe um, wouldn't have gone into jail if she could control him. Um, Jennifer hit the nail on the head. That's literally what that's that's what I'm talking about. Like I know her intention, but that was just I couldn't tell if the the episode was just edited poorly. And then when I rewatched it, I was like, no, she literally did not make it clear that it was an analogy. She just made it. It was like a statement. You know what I mean? Um, and that's why, that's why I'm more on Teresa's side in that regard. Um, anyways, I don't need to keep sharing my opinion. I need to just, you know, share this art <laughs> articles with you guys. So, and then, uh, and then, uh, moving on to Melissa, she, she did an art. Oh my God. Why can't I speak? She did an episode. Um, oh my God. Episode. What are you even talking about? AJ? Um, she did an interview with us weekly, um, and uh, she said, I think that it's a terrible thing to bring in Gia. It's one thing when we're talking about us. It's another thing that it's another thing when we bring the kids in. I never want to bring up a child, even if they're 18, whatever, how old they are. I mean, I know Gia is 20 now. It doesn't matter. All of our kids to me are always off limits. I agree with her. 
Um, and then as far as Margaret goes, she said, I think when anybody brings up your child, you automatically go on autopilot. I understand why Jackie was just like, who else was I going to bring up? Obviously, in hindsight, it wasn't the best analogy, and you can't really bring up people's children. Jackie's an attorney, and she argues like an attorney, and it just went south. Um, Yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree with everybody's statements there. Um, And then meanwhile, um, Dorinda from New York, former cast member, took to Twitter and shared her thoughts on the topic. Um... (laughs) In her tweet, she said, she was tagged Jackie in it, saying, um, at Jackie, or whatever, J.G.S. Schneider, whatever her username is, um, Jackie is the lowest of the lowest. Teresa, you are a survivor, and I love you. Hashtag greatest mom. Hashtag I love Gia. (laughs) And then she also said, um, tagging Jackie, what were you thinking? Hashtag shame on you. Hashtag team Teresa guidance. But she meant to say Judas, I'm pretty sure. And then Teresa um, responded to Dorinda saying thank you with two hearts. Um, she, I mean, Jackie has responded to everybody's, yeah, she she's responded to everybody's comments by saying, um, and this was an interview with Us Weekly. She said, I wasn't starting a rumor about Gia. I was giving an analogy. Yes, we know that. Um, I think that like almost everyone will say that that's an analogy. And the truth is that there's no one else in Teresa's life that I can make her understand. Um, when you say something about someone you love, whether or not it's true, it hurts you, you know? So I don't regret that because if I was saying something nasty about Gia, then I would regret it. But I was giving an analogy, which it was pretty clear to almost everyone. She also went on to say, when it comes to my family, I will never be okay with somebody trying to come between us. So I'll never have a thick skin when it comes to my family. Uh, The fact that anybody could think that you could do something that potentially destroys a family with four young children and then just be like, who cares to me? There's no show I could be on long enough that would that that would ever happen. Okay, I'm going to try not to comment on every single thing here because this is a lot. So um, (laughs) and then um, if you're not on Instagram after the episode aired, Gia did repost a lengthy statement from her mother's business manager. I guess this is maybe Teresa's manager or whatever, but um, after Jackie dragged her into the fight with Teresa. So um, she said, or I don't know if it's she or he, but um, I don't comment on the show ever, mostly because opinions are like assholes, but this needs to be said, heard, and repeated. Gia is a wonderful, smart, strong, and beautiful human being, and what was done to her tonight was wrong on so many levels. For a grown ass, I'm so, so smart, I'm a lawyer woman, to bring Gia's name into an argument and place an accusation with such a weighted consequence is inconceivable. I cannot fathom what would possess someone to create a false narrative that could have severe consequences for the innocent party involved, a 19-year-old at the time who was in no way involved in anything. What the cast members chose to do to each other is the nature of the reality TV beast. This was too far. I hope apologies are made, and I hope families stick together on this one. I'd have a hard time supporting a friend who did that to my niece. Hashtag just saying. Um, yeah, I mean, just in response to that, I think that's a pretty good thing. Um, whether you're Team Teresa or Team Jackie, I just want to say I will not judge you if you want to be 100% on Jackie's side. However, you cannot... You cannot sit here and tell me that that statement that she made, I'm doing air quotes, statement, um, was not a st- was was not a statement and it was an analogy. Because regardless of her intent, was it to come across as an analogy or if she had meant for it to be an analogy, that's not how it came across at all. Um, it came across as a statement that she pulled out of her ass that happened to involve Teresa's daughter 
and it didn't it didn't look good it really didn't but i don't want to beat a dead horse because you know i just don't <laughs> well my friends we have reached the end of after hour tea i hope you enjoyed it i'm glad i got to bring up all the new jersey stuff with you guys um, I was waiting on my episode reaction in order to do that. Um, but here's your filming updates for you guys, your flash filming update. Um, Atlanta is still airing on Sundays. Beverly Hills has wrapped filming um, with a trailer that is not on the way, according to Andy Cohen. Um, <laughs> Dallas is still airing on Tuesdays. Um, Miami is in the works. I'm just going to keep saying that to you guys. I don't have any casting updates for you guys on that. Um, New Jersey is airing on Wednesdays. New York has wrapped filming, but we still don't have a trailer, and Andy confirmed that it won't be coming anytime soon, which is also upsetting. Um, Orange County has ended, and I don't have any casting updates for you guys, I'm sorry. Um, Potomac is filming, and I already gave you guys a casting update, and Salt Lake City is filming, everybody has returned. Um, God, that's like a mouthful. I always think that I'm going to forget one of those, but I'm go- I go through the list now. I wrote them all down, so I will not forget. Um... <laughs> Anyways, um, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you soon. Bye! Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJJafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.